Good afternoon, friends. Welcome to the happy hour edition of the Patrick Lally Show on another grand and glorious Friday afternoon in the best little city in America, which is obviously Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And we're going to spend a couple hours here engaged in energetic and entertaining conversation on local, state, and national news and politics. And a little uh, check-in from the West River Bureau, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Uber producer Dan Peters is in studio with us today, as always. Thanks for spending some time with us. We know you're out there cruising around town, getting ready for your weekend. You got the windows rolled down, maybe? Or you got the AC on? Nah, roll down the windows. Turn that AC off. It's bad for you. Listen to Information 1000 KSOO. Maybe you're streamed live on KSO.com and you're still toiling away in that cube farm out there somewhere. Got the earbud in. Got KSO running in the background. Probably cruising Facebook because Friday afternoon nobody's working. Maybe you got the KSO mobile app on your phone and you're out walking around taking in this beautiful day. However you're listening to this show, we thank you for being here. You can always follow along and comment on Facebook Live or on our Twitter account at P. Lally Show. We love to hear from you. All the time. Dan, of course, is pumping out the tweets, pumping up the volume and pumping out the tweets over there. And of course, I am also engaged. I am engaged. <laughs> Engage. Um, he is engaged in some energetic and entertaining conversation. And uh, yeah, you can get all the all the links and the commentary and all that on the Twitter feed. And Dan monitors that and answers any of your questions to the best of his ability. Um, hey, you know, there's a big event going on this weekend, and I uh, I actually tried to get uh, Wes Eisenhower on the show this week because Wes Eisenhower, um, he's been on before, and he's he is incredibly busy this week because tomorrow is That Sounds Decent 2018, the outdoor concert extravaganza that he and the rest of the Soul Crate folks have uh, championed over the years. But tomorrow is a big dang big dang deal because uh, it is the Soul Crate finale. Soul Crate finale. 16 years of Soul Crate. Uh, that's Wes Eisenhower and his brother Danny and uh, uh, their DJ. Uh, dang it. I should be able to remember that guy's name. Dan's going to look that up for me. I apologize. He's a roaster and he's I, that just, ah, my bad. Anyway, uh, it's a big show tomorrow night, and it is the finality of Soul Crate, the finality, the final concert, and they have been going for 16 years. That is hard to believe. Uh, I remember when I first heard Soul Crate a long time ago, and I thought, you know, hip-hop <laughs> in Sioux Falls? Can it be so? But, man, I tell you what, as those guys matured, they got really good. Wes Eisenhower, Dan Eisenhower, and Corey Gerlach. Corey Gerlock. Don't know why I couldn't pull that out. I my apologies to Corey. Um, we have now unblocked that road in your brain, man. <laughs> not that it won't. Not that the roadblocks won't go back up because they do. Uh, it's not just Soul Crate playing tomorrow. It's at Eighth and Railroad uh, downtown from five to eleven thirty. There's also Later Babes, Diana Miller, Tannenbaum's, uh, Mato Wahi, Arlinda Peacock with Gavin Johnson. It's a it's a you know, six hours of music, there's food, and uh, there's a special commemorative beer from Fernson celebrating the Soul Crate finale that you can only get at the show. 
And I, it's going to be nice out, and I think it's just going to be kind of unleashed down there. Unleashed, but it's going to be a huge party and a huge concert. And, uh, you know, congratulations to Soul Crate for that many years of very successful recording and touring and artistry. And those guys have gone on uh, to some great things and uh, expressing themselves in lots of different ways. Uh, with the Breaks Coffee and with uh, Wes Eisenhower's uh, uh, photography and video work and uh, just everything they're doing. It's, uh, it's, fun. it's been fun to watch them. It's been fun to watch them mature. And uh, I, I really like some of, okay, I am not a hip-hop guy. I'll admit that straight up, right? It's, you know, but what I liked about uh, Soul Crate is they were using the art form to express themselves and where they live. Right. They weren't imitating somebody else. They were they were creating their own version of hip hop. And I think that's what it's all about. And um, that was that was really cool. And uh, the imagery, you know, their videos, just go to YouTube and look up Soul Crate music. Um, Just cool stuff. And uh, really, uh, I think, powerful lyrics by Wes and Danny. And, um, you know, so I'm hoping to get down there at some point. I got some other obligations tomorrow, but I'd love to catch a little bit of that final Soul Crate concert. Yeah, because you're probably going to be down at the night market too. Oh, that's right. Tomorrow's the six oh five night market with our with friend of the show Jody Schwan for Sioux Falls Dot Business. Yeah, I'm thinking of heading down there and yeah. checking that out. And uh, Union Grove Pickers are playing at that, and I love the Union Grove Pickers. So, man, I I got some. This downtown's not big enough for the both of us. It almost seems no, might, but it is. I have this obligation, okay, and it's 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 fine. It's going to be fine. Um, but maybe I can get out early. I have to talk to JP about that one. That could be tough. We'll see how that goes. But, uh, yeah, so there's a lot going on this weekend, and uh, we, we like to tell you about the events. of the. But I just wanted to mark Soul Crate. I, I, I was talking to Wes and just couldn't make the schedules work, and that's too bad, but that's all right. We, we promoted the show, and I, I just wanted to mark their, their farewell. So good luck to you guys, and have fun, everybody down there. Be safe. Everybody, be safe. Don't let things get rowdy. Well, a little bit rowdy, but don't let them get out of control. 8th and Railroad, 5 to 11.30, food, beer, all the rest of it. Uh, We've got a great show for you today. Our guests include, now this is big news for us, of course, the chancellor, the former mayor, the dean of Sioux Falls Talk Radio, Rick Novi, will be here in the second hour for the hour. And uh, we'll be talking about politics and that sort of thing. It's always good to get independent Rick's viewpoint. Ah, see how I did that? On different things. So that'll be fun. Uh, the Buffalo Maiden is our weird friend of the day. And I'll have a PL statement just after the next break. Today's topic, free lunch. It's true, free lunch. That's coming up next on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. We'll try and get a little closer to free in this edition of the P&L Statement, where we glance through the news and look for the things that uh, bother us, make us happy, inspire us, disturb us, aggravate us, calm our fears, which that doesn't happen very often, so 
we'll see what we can do. Uh, first of all, I, I just, you know, I'm not going to go on and on about Trump today. I, I, I've, I've purposely avoided the uh, news from the White House in recent, I mean, quite a bit, all this week for sure, I think. But man, I'm just looking here at the New York Times uh, website, uh, you know, <laughs> things, there's just this, this, this war with his own attorney general, um, the stuff that he's trying to get him to do. It's just, if, if you want to make a case, uh, if you were making a case for obstruction of justice, I don't know how you could do a better job of it. Trying to tell your attorney general to investigate all these other things and don't investigate this. I mean, ah, come on, man. It's, I don't, what is going on out there? It's just crazy. There's this great story about, uh, on the times that I read yesterday, uh, with vocabulary from Goodfellas, Trump evokes the wise guys of New York. And there's all these, uh, phrases. Uh, there's a, there's a bunch of comparisons with, uh, John Gotti, the crime boss, the mob boss, John Gotti, and all these different phrases that they both, it's just wild. Wild, wild stuff. Uh, and, you know, and the whole Manafort and Cohen and I, the, the fact that uh, uh, this guy, Pecker, down in uh, Florida, who's got the, uh, the National Enquirer, they give, gave him immunity. Uh, they apparently gave uh, the finance chief of the Trump Organization immunity. Uh, I don't think it's going so well. Not going so well. And the other news, uh, John McCain, obviously, uh, big news today, uh, will no longer be treated for brain cancer. Uh, you know, I think not very many people in this world uh, don't respect John McCain um, and uh, his service, his time in the Senate. Um, you know, he's he's been an honorable man the entire way through. One of the one of the great moments I thought for John McCain was during the 2008 campaign when he. Um, when the woman stood up at a at a town hall meeting and started really making some, uh, you know, conspiratorial, crazy remarks about uh, then candidate Obama, and and McCain said, "You know what? That's that's, ma'am. I know Barack Obama. He's an honorable man, and we have differences. We are in a political race, but those things, there's no place for that." And I thought that was uh, very brave of him, at some measure. Um, not to get caught up in some of the anti-Obama hysteria. And I, so, you know, like everybody, uh, it's a sad moment. I, I got to be around John McCain a couple of times uh, in Iowa and, um, you know, seemed like a good guy. Can't say that I know the man. But I want to talk about something locally that actually is good news, okay? And that, and two things. One, I'm going to talk about a Jell-O-Land story, and I know that'll surprise everybody. Uh, and uh, this is something that has been reported around, but uh, they had a, a story here uh, yesterday, school lunch fundraiser this Saturday at Barrel House. And I just want to praise Barrel House, okay? First of all, I like Barrel House. I go there. I am, I am a patron of the Barrel House. Uh, but this story from uh, the uh, Jell-O Land News, uh, Matt Holson down there, classes start Thursday for Sioux Falls Public School students. Many of them will have trouble paying for food come lunchtime. That's why the Barrel House restaurant owner and kitchen manager want to help buy lunches through a very special Hungry Hearts fundraiser this week. Uh, so last year, they uh, Barrel House raised and donated 
$1,000 to kids to pay off uh, the unpaid uh, debt of for school lunches of kids who didn't have money. That's, that's amazing. And so these two guys, uh, Mark Fonder is the owner of, of uh, the Barrel House, and Jesse Severson is the kitchen manager. And these are two guys who uh, were beneficiaries of, of free lunch and reduced lunch when they're in their youth, and they just think that this is part of their um, mission as a business. And I'm, I'm blown away. I was blown away last year, and I'm blown away this year by what they're trying to do. Um, they promote it at the restaurant. Uh, they're giving away uh, a Jeep Renegade that's uh, decorated all up. It's pretty cool. And so this Saturday, they've got live music all day. Uh, if you don't know where the Barrel House is, it's out on uh, Sycamore, roughly 57th and Sycamore out there. And uh, I, I, I ride my bike over there, so I never really know what streets it's on. But it's, you see it out there. It's part of the great southeastern expansion. And uh, good place. I like it. they got a great uh, outdoor area, really one of the best in town. And, uh, the, but the, what they have done here is they have set a goal this year of $100,000 to pay off the debt incurred by kids who can't pay for their lunch. Okay, there's kids with free and reduced lunches, but there's a lot of kids who either don't qualify or they, uh, who parents don't sign up, who show up to lunch with no money, right? Well, so these guys figured out we got to do something. And uh, so Mark Fonder is quoted in this Jill Land story. It says, it's very good and humbling because I grew up on the half-price lunches, just knowing that we could give back that big a check to make sure every kid got a hot meal. That's amazing, you know? And so uh, Jesse uh, Severson, he's also uh, quoted in this, I do this because I was one of those kids. You know, if they're listening to their stomachs, how can they hear their teachers? It doesn't make any sense to me. This is the future of our community, the future leaders of our community, and the future employees of our establishments. We've got to take care of them so they can take care of us. I mean, that... That is an enlightened view that uh, I am happy to say I support and I will continue to support their efforts uh, by going there and spending money. It's pretty easy. This is about the easiest way you can make a difference uh, in life <laughs> and in your community is show up and do what you do anyway, which is eat food and, and drink beverages of whatever you're choosing. Uh, there's just all day. They'll be there all day Saturday. It's kid-friendly, features inflatables, face painting, and a dunk tank with, yes, wait on it, Mayor Paul Tenaken. So he'll be there getting dunked, and that'll be great. Also, a free will donation will be matched and an online live auction. Uh, really cool stuff. We'll put this story up on our Twitter feed uh, to, uh, from uh, uh, my friends in the broadcast arts. And uh, we'll get that up there. So there's some links and stuff where you can get involved. Uh, but, hey, if you can't, if you can't get over there, and and eat something uh you know you can always on saturday you can always stop by and donate uh do what you can it's a it's a wonderful wonderful thing these guys have done and i i I can't believe it i'm blown away by it so congratulations it uh uh you know i'm i'm humbled i'm humbled by your 
impact. I'm humbled by your effort and your heart, and I thank you. That is the bottom line on today's PNL statement. Agree or disagree with me, you can reach me at patrick at kso.com. You can follow us on Twitter at PLally Show and comment there. Get all the latest links and news and such from Mr. Dan Peters, who will be bringing you the news and weather momentarily. This is the Patrick Lally Show. I should say, we got the Buffalo Maiden coming up next. You need to promo the next segment, Dan. Buffalo Maiden coming up next on Weird Friends. Always fun. Information 1000 KSOO. North, the ropes of the gallows was swinging in the breeze. All the wanted posters had pictures of me. I got Michael 45 right by my side. 3.34 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO, and it's Friday, a beautiful Friday afternoon, and uh, normally on Fridays, we get a report from the Black Hills Bureau from beautiful downtown Custer, and that's what's happening today as we have the Buffalo Maiden on the line. Buffalo Maiden, how are you today? I'm good, but I'm feeling cheated, because that's like three weeks in a row with the same song there. Well, I start branching out a little right. bit. I'll I'll do my best. I I you might like you might like the second the, the, going into the second segment. You just you have to reserve oh, okay. judgment. Well, there's okay, nothing wrong with the little beet farmers. Uh, well, yeah, no, there isn't. But you know, if you I, you know you yeah. want to change it up a bit. You don't want people to just go. Oh, there it is again. Yeah. Well, um, there I'll I'll you know I'll just go back to Sister Golden Hair. <laughs> so we are totally uh, smoked in out here. I don't know what's going on. I, I know, well, I know that there's tons of fires. We don't have any fires that I know of, but um, we—it's awful. The weather, uh, the air quality has got to be just horrific for people hiking up that uh, yeah. black elk or whatever. It's yeah. terrible. That yeah, is bad. It, it smells like somebody's—you know—got a big smoker going on. But uh, how long is it, well. How long has it been that way now? Just today has been oh, really? just terrible. Yeah, I mean, no, we've had smoke, and and actually, I shouldn't say that, but today is the worst. We've had we've had smoke. We had a, a freeze already. What? The high, yeah, the high last Sunday was uh, like forty five degrees. It was awesome. It's the leaves are turning, the turnips are turning. <laughs> black pepper is now a spice that's too spicy. Everything's what, well, freezing just, out here. Well, no. Man, it's getting what was crazy. That, what was that middle part? <laughs> Black pepper is now a spice that's too spicy. It's now a spice, yep. And that, that's just too spicy for me. So I got to change. You got to change the menu. You got to get ready for those uh, different uh, different crowd coming. So the do the the, the the summer crowd likes the spices and the non-summer crowd doesn't? Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah. We go from serving Jamaican fricassee to uh, noodles and butter. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Hey, I like Plenty noodles here and butter. On us. I know. Who doesn't like a good noodle and butter with no salt or pepper? I mean, a little but, bit of salt. Um, a little bit of salt, anyway. and I'm, I'm good to go. But you know what? I've, the, we, I'm not planning to talk about this, but uh, I have I've become uh, much more enamored as I age with uh, uh, the whole world of uh, cooking from the subcontinent, India and such. Oh yeah, yeah. The curries and the fabulous foods. All kinds of curries and yeah, uh, loving the curries. And uh, uh, we we currently have neighbors from India. And whoa, eating over wow. there, eating eating next door was uh, was a, a, a an experience because you know you think you've had you know Indian food, right? Right, right. Oh golly, golly, Miss Molly. Yeah. 
Yes. It was uh, yes, it's good stuff. Yes, I bet stuff. you're enjoying that. Now, don't be annoying, though. Don't be knocking on their door every day. They don't want, no. People don't like that. No, well, they don't invite me much. So, oh, okay. Uh, actually, they haven't since that first time now I think about it. Um, anyway, <laughs> what, yeah. uh, so you're all smoked in out there. Uh, We're smoked in, but, you know, I think it's coming from Yellowstone. And, and they said there's a little fire out in Yellowstone. It might be coming from there. But did you see that guy? He got uh, There's a man that got arrested for harassing uh, bison in Yellowstone National Park. No, what was he and, doing to him? Um, oh, my gosh. This is my new favorite. We're, uh, the Bozeman Daily Chronicle, you have got to subscribe. It is the, <laughs> the best. They have the best news in the summer. I don't know about the wintertime, but they have the greatest news. So this guy, who is a self-proclaimed alcoholic, ah. um, has uh, been arrested. He has to serve 130 days in jail for harassing buffalo in Yellowstone, and he's banned now from, like, Grand Teton, Yellowstone, and some other parks. <laughs> but, they, uh, you know, social media, everybody has it on video. And he <laughs> he thought he was doing a good thing by trying to get the buffalo or the bison off the road. What? But he, in sense, uh, created this huge traffic jam. And um, it's pretty humorous, actually. And and uh, the the lawyer said something. You're fortunate the bison didn't take care of your of you. <laughs> yes, he didn't have any idea that he was creating this uh, this thing. But I love what uh, he you know he thought he was doing what was appropriate. And the attorney said um, you know that he sentenced him to five years of unsupervised prohibition because he doesn't think that he's he's rehabil- uh, being able to be rehabilitated. Oh he's a self proclaimed alcoholic. So, it's pretty humorous. So he's out. He's not in a car. He's out of the car. He's out of the car right next to the buffalo. There's people all around uh, on this two lane road. I don't know if you've ever been to Yellowstone, but there's not a lot of uh, yeah. road space. Yeah. And um, so, you know, and he's running around trying to get this bison. He's just uh, harassing him, trying to get him off the road. He says. <laughs> he, so. He's lucky they didn't just do what the bison are trained <laughs> and, to do, and you know. Yeah, no, I know, like kill, right? Run um, him through with says, the horn. And the judge goes, "I don't think there's anything I can do to turn you into a productive member of society." Except <laughs> throw him in jail. Yeah, you're in jail, dude. Oh fans. my god! But, well, that's that guy's vacation. So, I don't know. Is he? He's. But yeah, he's, those are the kind of people we're starting to get. You know, these uh, interesting, interesting uh, people. This well, this time of year. this happens at uh, Custer State Park too, where people. Yeah. They, get out. You know, they get out of the car and they like they want to go and pet the bison. And, yeah. Or take a really close, or take a selfie. A selfie without a selfie stick. Yeah, I keep getting close here, bison. And then, <laughs> gone. Yeah. Getting the horn. Yeah. Now, I, you know, the Buffalo Roundup will be coming up in about uh, five short weeks. Have you got, uh, you, you guys have your station ready and you're, 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 you're coming out for it? <laughs> you know, we should. Dan? I think you should. That's you a, should do a lot of things. Get out of there. Let's do it. Get out of Sioux Falls. Yeah. We'll go <laughs> remote from, uh, from Custer State Park for the, for the, uh, can we get a signal there? I don't even know how that works, Dan. September 28th. We would need a wireless signal or we need a hotspot of some kind to be we able to get out. We need a good, there. strong internet signal. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. And you're talking about Custer State Park. Okay, uh-huh. well, no, that, uh, yeah, okay. See, well, you know. <laughs> you could just report, report on it later. Yeah, we could record <laughs> it. 
That would yep. be fine. Uh, but that's yeah. coming up. That's a big deal, though, for you, isn't it, at the restaurant? It's a big deal. It's coming up the end of, uh, well, you know, we're heading into the end of the, the tourist season here with Labor Day this week. What, next week already? Next mm-hmm. week. No, it's this Schools it's are next started. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I can't come there. I'm, so, I'm going to Denver mm-hmm. to see Jason Isbell. To see who? Jason Isbell. Ugh, don't tell me you don't wait, know who that is. Wait, no, next weekend? Yeah. Labor Day weekend. You know what's on the way is uh, Custer on the way to Denver. Uh, well, I'm flying. Oh, oh, you're flying. Yeah, otherwise I okay. would. I sure, almost came sure. out this weekend, honest to God. Had a free weekend, thought about coming Every out there. Every weekend, right. And riding. We had a friend out last weekend, and she got to camp in my camper up at Sylvan Lake and yeah. um, had a great old time, and the weather was beautiful, and, and she left on Sunday morning, and I it was uh, 50 like degrees in the camper. Yeah. I should have showed okay. her where the heat was. <laughs> did, was she okay? Did she survive? I think so. I think okay. so. Yes, I'm well, pretty sure she did. She's tough. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Did Was she alone? Yeah. Oh, yep. Camping alone. That's yeah. That's bold. You know, I got to say that Sylvan, well, Sylvan, it's Sylvan Lake, the campground, you're not alone. You've got, yeah, that's true. you know, 40 other campsites around you. But it's a beautiful campsite. I had I forgot how beautiful it is, and the tenting site is perfect. I talked to somebody this weekend or this week who uh, tent camped at uh, Sylvan Lake on the way up the trail to uh, Black Elk Peak, and they say it's just kind of like wild camping. You know, there's no sites yeah. or anything. Yep. You just find a space and see that would be pretty awesome. Well, yeah, you can camp anywhere. Well, that's a part though, isn't it? Because you can camp anywhere in the federal. Really, but. I don't yeah, know you these just, things. Yeah, oh my gosh, you city people, you city folks. I know. You're so busy recording, or reporting about small crime and all. <laughs> when we've got real crime, we've got a man harassing bison out there. <laughs> and was that in your newspaper or on no, your news? I don't think no. so. That's good stuff too. They could. It is good. They really should expand their horizons. Hey, uh, can you hang yeah. on for a second? I want to ask you about something. Okay. All right. Hold on. We're going to come back more with the Buffalo Maiden. After this brief message, this is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. We weren't even supposed to be there. It was just another run. Took a detour across the river. Make it back home before dawn. And my hands were tucked and shaken. When I see headlights down the road. Three forty-eight on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO, and that's Lucero. Some new music for the Buffalo Maiden, who we have on the line right now for Weird Friends. Is that is that a little bit better for you? Something new? That yes, that was great. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll try and I'll try and freshen it up for you uh, next week. Sure. Yep. I I've been Work a little harder. I bet. <laughs> Do you have any requests? What would you like to hear? Yeah, no, nope, nope, nope. Surprise. Surprise okay. is good. All right. I like like to keep you entertained. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I saw something interesting uh, from out your parts there in the Black Hills region, beautiful downtown Custer, home of the uh, Sage Creek Grill. Uh, is that got that right? You, it was wild yes, sage here, Sage Creek out there. I always question myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Stan Adelstein. Uh, a major player for many years in the Rapid City area. Uh, 
Well, so what did I see? He's like he's donating to the Billy Sutton campaign. He's a longtime Republican. And he is a lifelong Republican. I think he supported, uh, it was on transition teams for over five Republican governors of now. Uh, um, in his words, he said he's always held a belief in people and performance over a party. And so that's why we're South Dakotans, and that's why he's a Billy Sutton supporter. And so um, he's, he's turning 87, right? He's turning 87 on this Sunday, and he wants, uh, he's trying to, for a uh, presence, uh, to donate $87 to Billy Sutton's campaign. Um, if he can get uh, over 16,000 people to donate $87, uh, in his words, it would match the $1.5 in out-of-state donations for his opponent, Billy Sutton's opponent. Well, um, you know, uh, the uh, Adelstein has a record of being able to raise a lot of money in a short period of time. The, the story that I always heard about him that I believe to be true is that in the in 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 the uh, uh, at the end of the Janklow administration, when uh, Mike Rounds was running in the primary against uh, uh, Steve Kirby and uh, Mark Barnett, uh, he got he got mad at Barnett and Kirby for being so mean, nasty to each other, and he went to Janklow. Or Jankler went to him and said, "We got to raise uh, some money for rounds," and they boom raised two hundred thousand for him. And yeah, so that's always the story I heard, which basically gave rounds because he had no money and gave him he had no money gave him the money he needed to make a push. <laughs> and now he's in the U.S. Senate, so you know, there you go. That's the guy. That's who. That's kind of stuff Stana Edelstein could do. I know, and at eighty-seven, this, you know, he's still. Uh, you got to give him uh, a lot of kudos for what he's doing and, and what he's about. I mean, whether you uh, support him or not, or like him or not, or or whatever your history is with him, um, it, it's a pretty generous offer in, in this aspect to uh, to ask for for that and to put it out there. So, if anybody wants to support, uh, I give eighty-seven dollars. It's on his Facebook. Yeah, um, the connection. Now you know Stan, right? He's he's a he's a. Well, I know him. I mean, I, you know, we, years ago, I've, I've been around these. I've been around. I've been out here for a long time. Not as long as Stan, but I've been out here a long time. But he's a he's a man with considerable sway out there. Now he's he's what one would consider a moderate Republican. Do you in your uh, in your travels out there? Do you sense that uh, he still has the kind of influence that he once had? I mean, I know you're not. Uh, a political junkie. Right. I mean, I'm not right. I mean, I you know me I, when you're in this business, you kind of say uh, a little profile. But um, I would say that he does. I would say that his uh, he he still is recognizable, and he still has uh, good things to say, and and uh, and he still has his wits about him, which is awesome. And so I think uh, I think he does have some pull here. That'll be interesting Let to see. Let me see, see how can... many. Uh, I didn't see how many likes the oh. Well, he does have uh, over 500 and some likes based on uh, this, uh, this blurb about donating. Yeah. And I think he's, I don't know how much money they've raised so far. I probably should have checked that out. Yeah, well, likes are cheap, right? <laughs> likes are cheap. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I'm going to contribute uh, in your name here. Oh, I've got you going. Thanks. So if you just let me know. Hey, uh, what's the latest <laughs> on the. Uh... Are you still coming for the Wednesday's reunion? The class, class reunion, reunion is uh, it's a September 7th. I just got a phone call saying September 7th at uh, some JJ's. Is that a new mm-hmm. place down there in Sioux Falls? I mean, mm-hmm. Sioux Falls, ever-changing. Where are you guys getting the employees to work in all these businesses? I don't know. It's hard. It's I know be, it's I very mean, you hard. You probably get a second job there, dude. There are people, there's well one of signs <laughs> all over. I, got, I could see you waiting. I have two. I have <laughs> 
I'd make more money. I have two jobs already. So oh, I you think, do? Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. No, that's fine. Okay. It's, Are you it's a well-known in 60, fact. 70 hour weeks right now? Yeah, no. Okay. No, 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 no. I have, I have two okay. nice jobs that allow me uh, the freedom that I need to move about the community. You got a weekend. I was trying to get a morning off here pretty soon, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, so you're coming to more town. Weeks. You're coming to town, yeah. right? Okay. Possibly. We'll see. We'll see how busy we are. We'll see you know, how much black pepper we're putting in the food. <laughs> are you gonna, you're going to come in and you're going to co-host on the show. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on a Friday. I can't do that. What? That's why you all need to come out here on the 28th of September, and we'll get you, we'll get you a feed. We'll get you a strong feed. All come right. on, if National Geographic can come out, you guys can come out. <laughs> Good point. Well, we'll, we'll see. Well, I'll, I'll do my best. How's that sound? Okay. All well, right. We'll talk to you next week, all right? Yes, you have a good week. Thank you very much. That's the Buffalo Maiden out from the Black Hills Bureau in beautiful downtown Custer at the Sage Creek Grill. We're going to come right back, and uh, after the news and weather with Mr. Dan Peters, after the top of the hour, we will have the man himself, Mr. Rick Noby, in the studio. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000, KSOO. Fifty-eight on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. We've been telling you about this all week, and it's a big deal. Step big for Parkinson's 9 a.m. registration and 10 a.m. The walk begins at the Canaries Baseball Stadium. $25 to register. It is a benefit for the Parkinson's Foundation of South Dakota. For more information, see the events calendar at KSOO.com, where you can find out about all kinds of things going on in our fair city. Coming up after the news and weather, we have the Mr. Dan Peters. It is former mayor, the dean of Sioux Falls Talk Radio, Rick Noby in studio for the hour. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Everybody. I choose my friends, far too well, I'm up on the pavement. And they're all down in the cell with their government grants. And my IQ, they brought me down to size. 407 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO, and I am honored, humbled, and very happy to have back in the studio with us today, former mayor of Sioux Falls, former host, the chancellor of Viewpoint University, and the dean of Sioux Falls Talk Radio. Of course, that is can only be one person, Rick Noby, sir. Thank you for being coming back. Welcome back to live local radio, Viewpoint University, the way your higher power intended it to be. Hi, Dan. Hi, Rick. <laughs> and I'm just going to sit here and run the board. Oh, That's really? Fine. Yeah. No, you guys go ahead and talk. We'll no, catch no. up. Well, no, we, we caught up a little bit prior to the uh, the getting on the air. We talked the important stuff, the family stuff, and we're not going to share that on the radio because that's family stuff. Right. But uh, I one one thing I, no, thing I will note about mm-hmm. Dan is I left here approximately 18 months ago now, yeah. give or take a little bit. Dan has not aged one day. No. You, on the other hand, look like you're 90. I know. What's going on? I don't know. It's just, it's, it's God awful. I, I think I'm in some sort of uh, uh, advancing, advancing age thing. I don't know what the problem is. I think maybe it's the headphones. They're squeezing your <laughs> head in a little bit, and so you've got this bug-eyed look. Yeah, that could be. The bug eyes. That's nice. It's just tired. Yeah, I just look tired and gaunt, right? No, I don't. You, no, no, you actually, 
you look just fine for 70. <laughs> for me, well, it's probably the apple cider vinegar that's probably doing it. See, there you go. There's a little little tip. Do you like take a shot of that every morning? I mix it with a lot of water. Yeah. And then you drink it. And then you drink it. Like every morning for breakfast or It's not uh, actually I'll do it about midday. Really? Yeah. Vinegar actually mixed diluted quite a bit. You don't want to drink straight vinegar even though it's diluted already when you buy it in the store. But yeah, that's that's one of those That's check little house your, yeah, little house on the prairie first. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> though well, you can go up to Roslyn, of course, where I've been. And go to the Vinegar Museum, Museum, and they will. You do like a taste testing thing yeah. up there. Yeah, Diggs. What was his name? I Lawrence. Lawrence Diggs, I think, was the original. Yeah. guy with I, that. I can't remember. Is he he may have passed now, but he was up there for quite a while. Yeah, he started it there. Yeah, and it's kind of odd. I mean, Roslyn is nothing. All right, they don't even have a. No, wait a drill. second. There's nothing. Roslyn there. is a thriving little town out in the middle of somewhere. It's up in the northeast <laughs> part there, somewhere up there, and it's got a. Uh, it, it, doesn't have paved roads. It's a tiny, tiny little yeah, town. It's, and then in the there's like this it's old a burg. Yeah. yeah. And there's the vinegar museum of all things. Yeah. It's makes it a wide spot in the road. Yeah. It's not even a wide spot in the road. Uh anyway, I like having you on <laughs> because of your uh your vast experience with in talk radio, obviously, and and uh, energetic and engaging conversation, but uh also politics. So are you paying attention this time around to the ballot initiatives? Are you I gotta, involved? I, I got to be very honest with you. I yeah. have right at this moment, mm-hmm. I, I know there's issues on the ballot. Mm-hmm. I confess that I have not focused on them because I've been focused on other things. I have paid attention to the gubernatorial race mm-hmm. and the House race and I've been watching the Republican leadership shoot themselves, not in the foot, not in the knee, but up a lot higher <laughs> as, they, as they try to maintain control over their um, elected representatives, uh, which, and that's going to blow up in their face. This uh, caucus thing? The caucus legislature, thing. They're gonna, you gotta sign, sign, a, sign a loyalty oath. Come on, boys and girls. We're not working in the Trump administration. This is South Dakota. We're going to do what we're going to do. And I don't agree with Stace Nelson and uh, what's her name? Theresa May. Yeah, very often on things because they're just a little bit too, they're way too far to the right for me. But to, I do agree with them on this particular issue. Signing a loyalty oath or signing a confidentiality agreement or whatever Mr. Qualm out there in Platt, South Dakota, and the people that are giving him advice, maybe Mark Mickelson, maybe Dennis Dugard, I don't know who's giving him advice. It, it's ludicrous. It's, it's, it's wrong. And I hope the voters, no matter how strong a Republican you are, and we, I know there's a lot of strong Republicans in South Dakota, even you are going to have to look in the mirror and say, is this really the way the Republican Party is supposed to function. Well, and the point the, the point from uh, uh, Pat Powers, blogger Pat Powers, uh, mainline Republican dude, the point he makes is, look, they're raising money to uh, basically defeat candidates in primaries uh, because they don't believe that they are conservative enough. Yeah. And so that's, that's what really ticks them off. Now, that may be true, but you also can't, uh, make people sign. You can be mad at them all you want, all mm-hmm. right? And you can not listen to them. You can do it. 
but you, this this loyalty pledge part that's where where you have to you not only loyalty to the caucus but uh a a a pledge of 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 silence yeah which to me is completely undemocratic and well it's illegal i it doesn't make any sense to me and mr powers is on this program suggesting that that's just normal practice that has been no. it's never really in writing but and i I've covered enough legislatures in, you know, I covered the Iowa legislature for three years. Nobody came out of caucus and said, I can't talk. I really can't talk about that. They won't divulge every secret, but they talk. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's ridiculous. It's, I agree with it, you. We're, we're at a, we're at a place where the Republicans have had it so good for so long that they're starting to splinter from mm-hmm. within and, and the people of South Dakota are going to pay for that splintering because it's it's unless the voters step in and start electing people who aren't just ours. And I'm not endorsing. I'm not a Democrat. Mm-mm. I have not had any conversations with any Democratic leadership because mm-hmm. I'm not sure there is any anymore. Nope. Um, but I think the handwriting's on the wall. We've got to make some changes. And in November... I'm not advocating for any Democrat, although I do like Billy Sutton, mm-hmm. and I really like Tim Bjorkman. Mm-hmm. I really like him, um, and those two I will advocate for. But legislative seats and stuff, I, I don't have enough knowledge on them. But we got to start electing different kinds of people to the legislature, period. That's it. Onward nope. and upward. We're going to come right back and talk more with the dean of Sioux Falls Talk Radio, former mayor and chancellor of Viewpoint University, Mr. Rick Noby, after this very short message. This is the Patrick Less. Patrick Less. Where am I going with that? Patrick Lally. It's my name. Here, let's try this. Yeah. This is Patrick Lally (laughs) on the Talk of Sioux Falls, KSOO. We're... Yeah. 419 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSO, and that is the jam with That's Entertainment circa 1979. Okay, I was in office then, so... You weren't paying attention? I was, I was, I was on to other things. This 79. is uh, uh, the jam, Paul Weller of the jam, still going. Okay. Uh, they were they came out of all the whole punk thing in, in, in London in the late 70s and... Uh, Became the mod cons, so thanks. That was the mod movement. cons. Mod cons. What are mod? The mods. Mods. So it's just kind of a bridge to new wave. And do you realize you understand that? To me, you're speaking a foreign language. I understand that. Okay, let's move on to stuff that we can. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the, the if like the scamods, the state county municipal offender data system. Sure. From the Blues Brothers. <laughs> oh. A Blues Brothers reference. My head is starting to hurt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, the jam's awesome. And, okay. Uh, yes, they are. I'm a, it's, I'm it a big fan. Nice. Yeah. Um, we were talking about uh, state, the state Republican Party and the troubles they're having. Um, this is related. Um, but So you, you're not really paying attention to all the stuff on the ballot, but Amendment W, you know, was is the reincarnation of IM-22. Oh, yeah. That's the, uh, we're going to have ethics and good we're going to have good yeah. government stuff. Yeah. Uh, I uh, had Doug Kronizel on the other day, who's the spokesman, and I told him he had to explain it without saying corruption, because I don't believe 
we'll have that. That's different. That's a different discussion. But so are you paying attention to that? Do you support, did you support IM22 and do you, and, and then not, the legislature went in and gutted it and now they're trying to make it a constitutional oh, amendment. I, so I wrote about, if, if, if my stuff is still up on the web, mm-hmm. which it may or may not be, I, I remember I didn't like IM22 because I thought it was entirely too convoluted, but I voted for it anyway because I thought it was time to send a real message mm-hmm. to the powers that be in peer and say, the way you folks have been doing business you can't keep doing it that way. Mm-hmm. And and so it passed. And uh, I understand this version is stripped down from from the last one. It doesn't have the still, goofy campaign finance stuff. In yeah, it. all that other, yeah, that stuff in there, which when I, when Wyland put all of that stuff in there, I, I talked to Rick and I said, that's not going to fly. That's not going to fly. I, had, I didn't think it would pass. I but anyway. It, it um, but I am 22, so now it's Amendment W and it's got, it's still got, several things in it one of which and i can't believe that anybody would be against this part of it okay now there's some of it in there i don't like but banning uh basically uh lobbyist and interest group lobbying groups which is all kinds of different people uh from buying legislators uh food and booze how is it possible that in this era after all we've been through in the state of south dakota and what other states have done that we still allow complimentary food and drink for legislators and out of the pockets of lobbyists. Well, here's why. Because we've done it that way since the winter of 17 and are by 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 even suggesting by suggesting that that should end, you are de facto implying that legislators can be bought and sold and that lobbyists are attempting to to buy influence by these complimentary drinks and complimentary meals, how dare you assault mm-hmm. the integrity mm-hmm. of our legislators? Shame, shame, shame on you! Mm-hmm. Snigger, 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 snigger. Yeah, it's it's obscene. And so here are the discussion. Here are the things I get. One, I've, if I bring up free booze to any legislator, they say, "Well, you know, I don't know how much that goes on." I, so I certainly don't. Well, I haven't been up there in a long time, so I can't comment about today, but I can comment about yesterday or, you know, years ago. It was pretty free-flowing. Yes, and the suggestion that, you know, well, I know some people do, but I, not me. And then the free food, well, you know, we don't pay them very much. Yeah, that's that's one of the other <laughs> arguments, which is true. I, I will agree sure, that well, we, don't, we don't pay them very much, but then on the other hand, Based on the quality of their product, yeah. they don't earn very much. <laughs> no. they're, they're not really working on our behalf, uh, the state of South Dakota. They're working on behalf of the Republican Party. And uh, sorry, folks, working on behalf of the Republican Party and working for the, on behalf of the state of South Dakota are really two different things. Mm-hmm. I realize that's hard for some people to fathom, but it really is two different things. And you used to be a Republican. Oh, yeah. Loyal. I served on the Minnehaha County Central Committee uh, for years. And why did you decide to become an independent? I mean, I I remember when you did it, it, you made a deal. I mean, you... you, I talked about it on the radio. Here's what happened. Mitch McConnell, and I've been frustrated with Republicans for a long time Mm because I thought they were really drifting away from the principles of the Republican Party. Mm -hmm. And when Mitch McConnell uttered his famous, my job is to make sure... Barack Obama does not get a second term as president. Mm-hmm. And he's the leader of the Republicans in the United States Senate. Mm-hmm. And he considers that his top job. I just said, okay, the party's broken. 
because that is not his job. Mm -hmm. His job was to do what's best for America, to work with the president when he can agree with the president, and to compromise on issues and make things happen, rather than just throw up, if you'll pardon the pun, a wall mm-hmm. to everything Obama wanted to do. And so that, for me, that was it. And, and I, couldn't, I couldn't, in good conscience, do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And being an independent, you know what? It's freeing to be an independent. Yeah. You can believe, and you should believe whatever you want. I'm not, I didn't sign a loyalty oath to become an independent. No. What I'm hoping for, though, is, and I realize independents by their very nature don't want to be organized, but I'm hoping that the 220-some thousand independents that are out there, most of whom are probably former Republicans, if, you, if it follows the national trends, will take a close look at what's going on in our state and say, you know, I really need to get to the polls this time and I really need to make, we need to make some changes. Mm-hmm. Well, and I hope that they will participate and do the right thing. We're going to come right back after the news and weather with Mr. Dan Peters and continue our discussion with former mayor, former chancellor of Viewpoint University and current dean of Sioux Falls Talk Radio, Mr. Rick Noby. On the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. <laughs> Four thirty-four on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO. Is that the Red Willow Band? It is not the Red Willow Band. It is a. It is in the spirit of the Red Willow Band. It is uh, Trampled by Turtles. Of course, Trampled by Turtles from Duluth. Okay, well at least they're Upper Midwest. That's good. Yeah, because it sounded like a little bit of Red Willow there. It for is. A moment. It's got a little bit of Red Willow in it. Yeah, they've got fiddles and uh, it's a. They're an awesome band. Yeah, you should. If you ever get a chance, go see them there. Just take a, me to a concert. Next I time will. you're going to one of their concerts, take me along. All right, I'll, give I'll you drive. Call. Right on. Duluth is a long ways, but no, they they travel all over. You should, you know, they'll they'll come back here again. They're okay. awesome. They've been here several times. Okay. Um, let's talk about uh, the governor's race. Okay. Um, Christy Noem, Billy Sutton, does from in your perspective, you said you earlier you like Billy Sutton. I do. Does he really have any chance to beat Christy Noem? She is a machine. She is a, she is a, as, 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 uh, uh, uh in the first Rocky. Yeah. Uh, actually, it might've been the second Rocky with a uh, Burgess Meredith said to, 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 uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone, he's a killing machine rock. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, there's no question that, that a, she's got the money cause mm-hmm. she, she got to keep all that money from her congressional, uh, race, uh, that uh, she didn't spend, and um, she can now use that to run for governor, which I think ought to be illegal, but apparently it's not. Um, and and so, yeah, she's going to be difficult to beat because, A, there's that first woman governor thing, which I'm not dismissing at all, mm-hmm. and I don't have a problem voting for a woman for governor, but I just don't think she's the right person. Why? Well, She's got a record of, first of all, she quit her house job two yeah. days two days after she was elected or before the ink was dry. I wrote a letter to the editor about this and appeared in the daily paper. Um, 
before the ink was dry on her certificate of election, she basically told all the voters in South Dakota, hey, thanks for voting for me, but I really don't want this job in Congress anymore. I want to be governor. So I'm going to take all the money that I've accumulated from my uh, big donors to keep me in Congress, and I'm going to use that money to come back and run for governor again. So to me, A, she's a quitter. She quit her job before the mm -hmm. job was over. And then B, she's an opportunist because she took that money and... So I, I can't vote for somebody like that, whether it's a male or a female. I can't do it. So this is not an anti-woman comment. What about, uh, what about her positions and policies? Do you disagree with in terms of her ability to lead the state of South Dakota in a direction that you would be favorable with? Are you think Billy Sutton would do a better job of that regardless of quitting and opportunism? I, I think Billy Sutton is more relatable. Uh, I go back and, and I think about... Okay, she, who did she choose to be her running mate? Mm -hmm. A West River cowboy. Mm -hmm. And there's, that's fine. There's a lot of cowboy hats in this race. A lot of cowboy hats in this race. And, and she proudly said he finished second to Mike Rounds. He was the distant second to Mike Rounds, like yeah, 30,000 votes behind. He was never in that race. But, but it seems to me that, that she's going to emphasize more rural stuff. And not that there's anything wrong with rural stuff. There isn't. But we're in an era now where high-tech, research, all that stuff mm -hmm. is really paramount and really important. And I don't see her leading us in that direction. I see her just kind of staying where we are, which means going backwards. Sutton, on the other hand, seems to be grasping the big picture and seems to be wanting to lead us in, in the right direction. And he's not a quitter. By any stretch of the imagination. Billy. Yeah, Billy. Um, what do you think? Uh, he's, uh, when I look at Billy Sutton, he's a Democrat, but he has a lot of positions that are not consistent with Democratic politics in general. Not, not that you can't do that. You can do that and need to do that. But he's, it, it, it's, it, to me, it seems like this is the uh, Scott Heiderbrim uh, tactic of trying to out Republican the Republicans, which is, I mean, he's pro-life. He's against the income tax. Um, you know, there's, he's voted with the Republican majority many, many times. Mm -hmm. Can you out Republican the Republicans? I don't think he needs to out Republican the Republicans. I think he just needs to convince enough thinking independents, thinking Democrats and thinking Republicans that, that he is a viable leadership alternative and will move us forward not sideways or not backwards um i think he's got to lose the cowboy hat i honestly and people i've said this since i don't care about the cowboy. i know hat. you don't but when you when you think about how are you connecting with suburban sioux falls voters because that's where the elections are won if you're gonna if you're gonna win an election in the state it's not in gregory or Platt. No, you gotta you gotta Burke, you gotta work the I twenty nine corridor because that's where the people are. Brookings to Vermilion. And how are Democrats in this state connecting with middle class suburban households? What are the issues? Where do they intersect with those people's lives? And I'm not I'm not hearing that from Billy Sutton. I'm not hearing it from Christy Noam either, but I'm not hearing it from somebody who's really got to find a genuine connection with where people live mm -hmm. and what are those issues what do you think those issues are 
Oh, I think there's a host of them. I the we're at a point when and, and we we're now going to have to drift into the what's going on in Washington D.C. We're at a point where people are so caught up in the the hourly drama that's going on back east that most people are not even focused on what's good for us what's good for me they just they want to keep their jobs Mm -hmm. they want their kids to be safe Mm -hmm. and they want to be able to make the mortgage payment Mm -hmm. you know pretty basic stuff and economic security yeah yeah but it's more than that there's there's the whole aspect of of human rights and 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 there's immigration and there's racism and there's sexism and there's homophobic stuff and and that's all getting lost because of the hourly drama in Washington. That's sucking up all the the media airtime, and it's sucking up all the conversations. And the important stuff back home doesn't even get talked about very much because we're all focused on that, and we need to quit that. We need to just quit paying attention to that and start talking about what do we need back here? What does the average and nobody's average, but what do families, whether they're gay families, heterosexual families, mm-hmm. childless families, families mm-hmm. with eight or nine kids, what do those what do those people need to be all they can be, if you'll pardon mm-hmm. that phrase, and and successful in their lives? And that's what we need to focus on. And, and what are and, and if you're advising the Democratic Party or you know, not that they're going to ask you to do that, but what would you tell them? What are the, you, you need to, to, to siphon it down. It needs to be focused and clear and concise. What is it? What is the issue, Rick? What's the winning <laughs> issue? I don't think there is a winning issue. I just, there's a lot of stuff out there and almost too much. I think that and we get overwhelmed because there's this special interest group and this special interest group and this special interest group and the candidate has to have positions to quote deal with or pander to all these special interest groups. And so the old days of, you know, here's my top 3 things. Boom boom boom. I but you're never going to cut through the din with Here's my 10-point plan on a Oh, yeah, you, know, you don't want to do a 10-point plan. You want to do t- t- three things, Max. What's, when what's I, when I And I talked one. about this last time. I, I said if I were advising the Democrats, I'd talk education. Mm-hmm. Education, education, education. Which means money, money, money. Not necessarily. you got to fund it, man. And we tried. We got a little bit better. We got a little bit better on, on teacher salaries. And everybody gets mad because it's teacher salaries. But you've got to... You have to invest in a culture of excellence at the educa- in education, or you cannot be excellent in education. But and along with that, and I don't necessarily disagree with that, but along with that, our leadership has to explain to families mm-hmm. what their role is as opposed to what the school system's role is. Sure. Because these days, and we've talked about this before, the school system gets dumped with a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and we've talked about PTA meetings when nobody shows up, or Absolutely. parent-teacher conferences where people don't show up. They all show up for the football game. Yep. We've got to find a way to draw families back into that part of the equation. 
and and I don't have the magic bullet on that, but it seems to me money's important and quality's important, but having a belief system that my child's education next to my job and putting roof on my family's over my family's head, education's the most important thing. And and we haven't done that. No. We devalue education. Yeah. So, in fact, but it not doesn't only, take money to do what I'm talking about. It just no, takes leadership. Right. It takes leadership. And instead of these, the, 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 the what, ignorant is the only word I, I'm trying not to say ignorant. The ignorant legislators who demonize not just public school teachers, but higher education. And uh, every step along the way, like that person's getting something that I didn't get. You cannot develop workforce. You cannot develop high-end competitive business in this atmosphere, in this competitive world environment that Trump's trying to kill by not valuing education. And along with that, you've got to create a work ethic, which is not necessarily a subject in school, but that's what mom and dad or families are supposed to teach their kids about work ethic, and somehow that's gotten lost, too. Also, the letter is, thank goodness for candidates that aren't quitters. It was in uh, yesterday's Daily. Yeah, I got a lot of response to that, and some of it was even good. Oh, well, there you go. (laughs) We're going to come right back and talk more with former mayor, former chancellor of Viewpoint University, and current dean of Sioux Falls Talk Radio, Rick Novi. after this short message. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Four fifty on the Patrick Lally Show, Information One Thousand KSOO, and before Rick Novi, my guest right now asks, "That's Wilco." Okay, thank you. Yeah, you're, I know you, you had that look in your eye, like, "What are we listening to now?" Yeah, well, yeah, and I I'm beginning to I'm not going to say appreciate. I'm going to say tolerate your musical taste. <laughs> That's fair, Dan's. Dan's trying to do the same, so yeah. we'll, we'll see how, if he if he can pull it off, then anybody can, right? Well, Dan, I am a patient man. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's been very nice to me. Um, Where do you want to go now? I want to talk about Trump before I let you go. Okay. Uh, is he going to make it through the, fir- is he going to make the first term? Yeah. Do you think that he obstructed justice? I think he's, I think I'm not a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I can't None comment on are. the law. It appears to me that his words and his tweets, et cetera, get him right there. I don't know if he's crossed the line mm-hmm. yet, but he's right there. He's right there. Here's what bothers me. We spend, we have spent over the last 500 days, most of our time, mm-hmm. With Trump and his tweets and mm-hmm. his behavior and his actions during his presidency and before his presidency, we haven't we haven't done anything serious about dealing with immigration, <laughs> legal or illegal, mm-hmm. and both of those things need to be addressed. What have we been doing? We've been playing paying attention to what Trump's tweets are. We haven't done anything to deal seriously with education issues in this country. We've got this woman that's running the education DeVos. department, DeVos, um, who clearly doesn't know much, but she's there. And we haven't moved any closer on that. We're in the middle of a trade war that Trump started that is going to eviscerate farmers 
in the upper Midwest. I can't believe that that and there isn't a whole scale rebellion in farm country. I don't understand why. And and I, I am not a party person. I know you're not. I, this is no talking points radio. But honest to God, if if Obama would have tried to have been a protectionist, they would have lost their mind. Or any Democrat. Oh yeah, the Democrats have been the free traders. Yeah. See here, they're they're. The Republican Party, in my opinion, is just plain afraid of Donald Trump. They mm-hmm. don't want to get yelled at by Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I don't like to get yelled at either. But mm-hmm. every once in a while, somebody's got to stand tall and say enough is enough. Now, Jeff Flake, mm-hmm. Arizona, mm-hmm. Corker, McCain, um, Susan Collins, Lisa Mur- is it Murkowski mm-hmm. from Alaska, mm-hmm. they do their thing. But the leadership, including our senior senator, John Thune, just stands behind Mitch McConnell and nods his head up and down. And, and we're wasting time. We are, we, we are literally wasting time on fixing things that need to get fixed in America while we are caught up in the hourly drama that is Donald Trump. And it's ridiculous and it's stupid, and yet we keep doing it. And that is a form of mental illness. I think we're all getting sick. I think Donald Trump is dragging us into mental illness, and he's succeeding. With that, thank you, uh, Rick Noby. That was good. Your timing is pretty good. Why? I can't ask you another question because there's not enough time. Really? Yeah. You can come back, though. Is that okay? Sure, I'd love to. I'll, next time I come back, I promise I'll be smarter on on the initiatives oh, right. and and referendum stuff. No, that's, we did we did fine. Okay, you were good. Thank you're, you. You're a good guest. Thank you very much. No, you're welcome. And you're a good host. Well, I just sat here. Well, you asked me some questions that got me fired up and got me going, <laughs> and that's a good thing. That's uh, all part of the deal. Yeah. yeah, I knew that would happen though. Dan, it's always a pleasure. Thank you, Rick. If, I appreciate if it. If Patrick ever calls in sick and, and you need somebody to help you out, you still have my number, right? Yes, I do. I'll awesome. be glad well, to come we back. Should, we should work that out. They probably need somebody because I need some time off. Haven't you had a time off? Well, not, a, not in a while. So Hey, let's talk about the month of September. Why don't you take off? Why don't you hop on your bicycle and ride to Maine? <laughs> I have family there. I could do that. Uh, thank you to Rick Noby, former mayor, former chancellor of Viewpoint, Viewpoint University, and the dean of Sioux Falls Talk Radio for being here today. I really appreciate it. We're going to come back in just a moment and tell you about tomorrow. This is the Patrick, or next week. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Hey, coming up Monday, uh, you know, I just got a text from the common man. He's not going to be here. So, but you know who is? Howie and Arlene Bish. We're going to talk about senior games, so that'll be awesome. So stay with us. Everybody, have a good weekend. Stay safe. Have fun at uh, the That Sounds Decent and everything else that's going on. Enjoy. We'll see you Monday. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO.